0: THIS IS NEW CREATION, THE AUDIO BROADCAST MINISTRY OF PASTOR JOE Sabalik OF NEW CREATION CHURCH IN PARIS, CALIFORNIA. EVERY WEEK, PASTOR JOE BRINGS YOU LIFE-CHANGING TRUTH FROM GOD'S WORD. HERE'S PASTOR JOE SIBOLIC. COME ON, YOU'RE REDEEMED BY THE BLOOD OF THE LAMB. I WANT US TO OPEN OUR BIBLES TO THE BOOK OF PHILIPPIANS. WE ARE STARTING THE BOOK OF PHILIPPIANS. I WANT NEW CREATION CHURCH TO BE EQUIPPED. YOU'RE TOO EQUIPPED TO BE WHIPPED. You're too anointed to be disappointed. You have the strength of the Most High God in you, and you've got to get out of what you used to be in, out of your past, into the present, into the future. Because the power of God is released here when we're worshiping him. He inhabits the praises of his people. I read about this real wealthy guy, very wealthy, and he was having a party at his house. And at his home, he had this very peculiar pool that was filled with sharks, alligators, piranhas, all these crazy, wild, bizarre, deadly things. And he came out to give an announcement. He says, whoever can start at the end of that pool and swim all the way across, I'll give you anything you want. And all of a sudden, some guy jumps in and he's swimming so fast. He's going 100 miles an hour, avoiding the piranhas, avoiding the sharks, alligators coming. He jumps out to the other side and he makes it. And the guy says, that was amazing. I will give you now anything you want. He said, I don't need anything. I just need the name of the guy who pushed me in. Church today... You've not been pushed into anything. You've been invited into the powerful kingdom of the Lord Jesus Christ. You're a child of God. And you know, there's people out there today that are getting ripped off by politics. They're getting ripped off by family members. They're getting ripped off by whatever's going on in the world, and they are stuck in a moment instead of recognizing how much abundance God has for every person on the planet. And when you call upon the name of the Lord, you are now the called-out ones. I want to talk to you today about something that's very important because all of us are imprisoned with something. But God wants to take whatever you're imprisoned with Turn it into praise to give you a platform in life. This is revelation because the church of Philippi was birthed in a very bizarre way, a way you would never even think possible. How many of you ever had something bizarre happen in your life? Something's very bizarre. Okay, God can take those bizarre situations and turn them into blessings. That's what our God does. He's a restorer. He's a redeemer. God takes whatever you think is not working out and makes it magnificent. But you got to invite him to do so. Let him do it. He already accomplished it for you today. People get stuck in so many things, they get stuck in their own brains. They get stuck in their own brains with bad doctrine, not separating the old covenant from the new covenant. You are new covenant believers. The law of God was never given to Gentiles. So if you're a Gentile today, you've been saved by the blood of Jesus, no stipulations of keeping anything, or Jew, if you're in Christ, you are now in Christ. You're a new creation. Old things are passed away. Your old has been done away with. All the blessings are yes and amen for you every promise that god ever made is yes and amen through jesus christ and he met the condition when you allow this to release in your life something begins to happen because you realize you've been saved by grace through faith now paul and silas were in this place called philippi and they were preaching the gospel and they crossed Some people that got very upset with them, they were thrown into prison. And the Bible says at midnight, Paul and Silas, as they were in chains, began to praise God. They began to sing and the whole prison heard them singing. And suddenly there was an earthquake. In your worst situations, when you praise and thank God and begin to worship him, the earth around you begins to quake because it it beckons God to inhabit those praises. And you are released in the power of praise. God wants to take you out of prison through praise. That's how he works. That's how he's made it work. Come on, let's give him some praise today. So there they were locked in this prison and there was a great earthquake and the Bible says the chains fell off of them and they were released because people knew that the power of God was with them. When you begin to praise God, people know the power of God is with you. Family members are saved. Friends are saved. People that you work with come to know the power of God through your life. This is what God's called you to be. Church, God has given you a purpose today. Your moment is coming right now. There is a miracle waiting for each one of you right now that is getting ready to be birthed in you that you never even thought possible. Because my God says he's able to do abundantly above that which you are able to ask or think. I believe the gospel is good news today. It is not torturous news. It is not death news. It is life news when you release your self-righteousness and take the righteousness of Christ upon your life. Power is released. There are so many people that have been believers 10, 20, 30 years that are trapped in stinking thinking. You've been redeemed by Christ. How did you get redeemed? Did you ever have anything to do with it? Were you there 2,000 years ago when Christ died on the cross for you? Christ redeemed you from the curse of the law. Christ redeemed you from all these things, but you need to start cooperating with God and let it be released today. Stop fighting with what God has already fought for. He already fought for your freedom. He already fought for your healing. He already fought for your prosperity. He fought to get you to where you're gonna go. That's what's so powerful, what was birthed with Paul and Silas here. The Bible says everything in your life as a believer has purpose. Jeremiah 1.12, the scripture says that God is watching over His Word in you to perform it. That's what God is doing for you right now. He's prospering and processing this Word that He has placed in you, and He's waiting to perform it in you. Exodus chapter 9, verse 16 says, I have raised you up for this very purpose, that I might show my mighty power, that my might may be proclaimed in the earth. God wants to proclaim his might in you today, church. Job chapter 42, verse 2, he says, I know you can do all things. No purpose of yours can be thwarted. No purpose of God in your life can be thwarted. Any weapon that's risen against you, you shall condemn. It will not prosper. You're going to get hit with things in this life, but they will not infect you. So don't let them affect you. Do not get infected with bitterness, hatred, malice, animosity, all this performance-driven mess that the, that people have created for you. God did not create that for you. God took care of the performance through Jesus. It's all Jesus. I'm going to t- say Jesus out loud with me today. Hallelujah. It's all about Jesus. Romans 8, 28. And we know. All things are working together for good. God is working everything for you today for good. So whatever you are facing, God is working in your favor and your goodness, regardless if you made the mess or somebody else made the mess. I want to clarify this today. How many of us have made messes before? God is the master of cleaning up the messes. Amen? So whether somebody did it to you or you did it, today you are released from it. When you begin to praise God in your prison, things start shaking in your lives. And I believe there's a shaking, and awakening coming, and it's coming because the church is rising up. We're not gonna be quiet, we're not gonna be silent. We are gonna speak the word of life to people. People are messed up today. To cry over a politician that lost. Your joy is not in a person. Your joy is in the Lord Jesus Christ. And the Bible says the king's heart is in the hands of the Lord. It's like the rivers of water. He turns them in whichever way he wants to. So if you have a problem with anything in the world, remember, God is in control. All you need to realize as a child of God is that you're in control because you have control of the spirit of God in your life. You have the spirit of self-control. Don't let anybody else control you. Don't let friends control you. Don't let family control you. Some of you are around family this weekend. They have so much baggage, they can't even, they have to pay extra at the airport when they go on a flight. But you do not have to carry that baggage. You're a child of the Most High God, amen? I'm proclaiming the gospel of Jesus Christ, who is to all people, red, brown, yellow, black, and white. We are all precious in His sight. what this great church of philippi was founded upon it was founded upon a mess that turned into a message a prison that turned into praise and when you begin to release these things in your life god shows up could you imagine if the church of the lord jesus christ decided to do a protest 12-lane highways would be blocked all over the united states we need to protest the devil the world has seen what the church is against the world is waiting to see what the church is for today we're for redemption, we're for love, we're for life, we're for liberty, we're for forgiveness and grace and peace and love and joy. That's what we represent. Amen? Paul starts this letter and he says, Paul and Timothy, bond servants of Jesus Christ, through the call and election of God upon their life as pastors and overseers of the church— they are now doing it willfully, not out of constraint or you have to, but we get to. Because Jesus said, I do not call you servants any longer. I call you friends. Amen. We're friends of God. You are a friend of God today. Now, my wife and I are bond servants because we accept the call of God to bless the house of God and to give the rhema word of God to the people of God because that's our anointing. That's what we get to do. We are keepers of this place. So you have a place to be blessed in, to hear the word of God, to bring your family and friends, a place that is anointed by choice to bring the good news. Now listen what he says. To all the sinners saved by grace. Did he say that? Going into verse two. To all the saints... Of Christ Jesus. I want you to know you were not a sinner saved by grace. Grace was the work of Jesus that saved you, yes. You were once alienated from God, but now to the saints of Philippi, to the saints of God, tell somebody next to you you're a saint of God. You have to realize who you are or you will walk in defeat and you'll be in the same place as you were five years ago because you've not allowed the Spirit of God to be freed up in your life to recognize the authority you now carry as a child of God. The saints in Christ Jesus who are in Philippi with the bishops and deacons, the pastors and the overseers of the church, his favor is upon you today, church, for his namesake. I want you to know right now you're a namesake. You know what a namesake is? When you name a child after somebody, that's called a namesake. Your name right now upon you is Jesus. You have taken His name upon you, and He calls you a saint of the Most High God recognize who you are to the saints in Christ Jesus who are in Philippi. Paul did not say sinners. Paul did not say reprobates. Paul did not say backslidden. He didn't use any of those words. He used the words of what we are today. You are a saint of the Most High God. Say saint out loud with me, please. And Psalm 106 says, He saved you for His namesake to make His mighty power known to you. Guess why God has forgiven you? For His namesake. Guess why God covers you? For His name's sake. Guess why God blesses you? For His name's sake. I am different than people who do not know Jesus. You are different. You're called out. You are a part of His kingdom and you are blessed. Your past prison is freed by your praise that's released in your heart. God sees you with no flaw, no spot, no infection. Think about this, church. No imperfection. Honored by the finished work of Jesus, which is the amen, it says in Hebrews. Do not doubt your perfection in Christ. When you see yourself, oh, I'm far from being perfect. When you say this, it's failure to understand the perfect sacrifice of Jesus. Hebrews chapter 10, verse 18 says, By one offering, he has perfected forever them that are sanctified say, well, sanctification is something I need to work out. Wrong theology once again. Those whom he justified, he sanctified. Church, you need to recognize he sanctified you. Hebrews chapter 10, verse 10. You've been made holy once and for all. He forgave all your sin. He forgave it past, present, and future. I don't know how God can do the future. You better hope he can because he died 2,000 years ago. You're the future. Think about who you are. You've not only been sanctified, you've been made holy once and for all in Hebrews 10.10. You have been perfected by what Jesus did for you. Your sins have been dealt with perfectly by Jesus. Not by you, not by penance, but by what Jesus did. The only thing the devil and a self-righteous person will say is that they have to add to the finished work of Christ. Are you conscious of the righteousness of God or your own sin? Oh, my sins are ever before me. No, they're not. Jesus is now before you. Don't quote Old Covenant over the New Covenant. The New Covenant wiped out, abolished, put to death the Old Covenant. You are now righteous today. Thank you, Lord Jesus, for the wonderful work of the cross. It's a perfect work that removes sins completely. Holy Spirit, thank you for convicting me of righteousness. Jesus said the Holy Spirit will convict you of righteousness. As a child of God, I'm convicted of righteousness now. That means when I fall or I mess up or do something stupid, I have the conviction that I'm the righteousness of God. Lord, convict me of your righteousness in me. Christ in me, the hope of glory. Convict me of that righteousness. No condemnation to those that are in Christ Jesus. God does not condemn you. You've been passed from death to life. God sees me perfect through Jesus. God sees you holy, blameless. To the saints of God. In Proverbs 10, verse 6, blessings are on the head of the righteous. You are blessed. Blessings are on you. And then he says, grace to you and peace from God the Father in verse 2 of the Lord Jesus Christ. Grace and peace. So saints, guess what's imparted to you? Grace and peace. I see Christians that are troubled. They're not at peace. It's because they don't understand this concept of being a saint and that they have the grace of God and the peace of God. Peace. Are you in peace? Oh, yeah, but I just, you don't know what I did today. I know what Jesus did today for you. I know what he did 2,000 years for you. said he'd cover you the rest of eternity. Okay, you're, you're as much as a saint as you're ever going to be. You lack peace when you don't understand grace. Grace brings True peace and thankfulness. Joy comes from knowing you're a saint, that you have peace, and that you have grace in your life. Moses brought the law, but grace and truth came through Jesus Christ. There are facts that will tell you that you are sick, that you have poverty, that you are not going to make it, but the truth of Jesus overrules all of that. His grace and truth overrules, overrides. I've said it many times over and over again because I want you to get this. The facts may say this, but the truth says by his stripes I am healed. The facts may say this, but the truth says that he shall supply all of my needs according to his riches and glory that are in Christ Jesus. The facts might say this, but God says I'm more than victorious. I'm more than a conqueror. Today you are more than a conqueror. Today you are more than victorious average american spends five hours on social media and facebook a day a day seriously a day you are on the you are on your your phone five hours a day just staring at nonsense look outside how beautiful it is it's a new day it's a day the lord has made and guess what age they're suggesting it starts at around two years old I want you to know who you are today as a saint of the Most High God. You have everything in the world going for you today. Because Paul brings it in, when you understand, when you praise God in your prison, you are released to a platform of confidence. You are released to a place of ability, not disability. There's nothing disabling you as a child of God. You go forth in power and demonstration of spirit as a child of the Most High God. The Bible says the signs and wonders follow those that believe. When you're a believing believer, signs and wonders are following you. Because that's what God wants to release in you today. That's what he wants to release in his church today. And he's just waiting for the yes, let's do this. Amen? All we do is agree with God. And God wants you to understand today that the platform is his righteousness imputed upon you, infused in you, that brings this confidence of knowing one of the most popular verses in the world. Right here in Philippians chapter one. When that Philippian jailer recognize that Paul and Silas were free. He went to kill himself because he did not want to face the assassination of losing prisoners. Paul said, do yourself no harm, we're all here. And the guy says, what must I do to be saved? And Paul said, well, there's some things you need to do. You need to fill out a ministry questionnaire. You need to understand the councils of Dort and you need to do this and that, and you need to go to school of ministry, and you need to do this, and you need to do that. He didn't say any of that. Well, you need, to, you, need, you need to really get yourself cleaned up. You know, get yourself together. Start going to church, and start experiencing the church social life. He didn't say any of those things. He said, believe in the Lord Jesus Christ, and you shall be saved. That's it, believe, Amen. Next to Philippians, one of the most popular verses in the world is John 3:16. For God so loved the world that he gave his only begotten Son that whosoever would believe in him would not perish but have everlasting life. For God did not send his Son into the world to condemn you. Why are you complicating what God made so simple for you? You want to study physics? Complicated. If you want to study something complicated, study the physiology of your body, study the physics of our planet, the structure, all these things out there are very complicated. But God made something very simple for you. Christ and Him crucified. Paul said, I didn't come to you with enticing words, but demonstration of power and of the Spirit of God. Church, I want you to know who you are today. God wants to see you walk in this victorious power. He says, even if you stumble and fall, don't you come crawling up to my throne. You come boldly and find grace and help in the time of need because you are the righteousness of Christ. I made you righteous. We want to remind God of everything He's already forgotten. He says, I don't remember it anymore. I've already wiped it clean. Amen. So when you have this prison and praise, it releases this platform of confidence of this very thing, that he who began a good work in you will complete it until the day of Christ. I want you to know this is so powerful because God says he will perform his word in you. God says in the book of Job that you can't even destruct what he's anointed for you to accomplish. You can't. Well, you can just go off and do your thing. You'll be back. God will chase you down. As Spurgeon called him, the hound of heaven. Jesus said the one that goes astray, he leaves the 99, and he goes after that one. It says that he picks him up, he puts him on his shoulders, and he brings him back. Well, what about that person? Forget about that person. God has the world in control more than you think. I want you to grasp this today. Be confident. Walk in confidence. Hey, I don't care what comes up against you from the enemy. I got confidence. I've got confidence that he who began this thing in me, he is going to complete. He didn't even say you. He said he who began the work, he will complete it. Is that good news? Church, think about Noah. God completed it. God told him I needed some cooperation. You need some cooperation with God today. Let's get some cooperation going. It's called Yes, Lord. It's called, okay, let's do this thing. Because you promised me greatness, I'm going to walk in this greatness. Think about Noah. They were mocking Noah. It started to rain one day. uh ooh, ooh. It started to rain. Think about Moses. Moses, exiled out of Egypt, embarrassed, 40 years out there by himself. Was next to Pharaoh, becomes a shepherd out there in the middle of nowhere. And then one day, because God gave him a promise at his birth, that he was going to perform something great in him. And all of a sudden, a burning bush. Remove the sandals from your feet, 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 feet. Now, was he probably thinking he was out in the desert hallucinating? I've been out here too long. The bushes are talking to me. No, it was the anointing of God that came down because he said, I'm going to complete what I started in you. You are going to go back to Pharaoh, and you're going to walk into his courts, and you're going to tell him that the four million people that he's holding captive are going to be released. But God, I can't speak. That's not true because the Bible tells us earlier that Moses was excellent in speech to the Egyptians and the Hebrews. So the devil lied to him. The devil's lying to you thinking you can't do something. You can do all things through Christ who strengthens you. Nothing is hindering you as a child of God. Come on, give God some praise. Nothing. And God completed. God made Noah waterproof. He made Moses waterproof. He came up to that pool of water and it opened up. God completed what he started in him. Think about Joseph. Joseph was pit-proof. He went from the pit to the palace. They couldn't keep him in the pit. I want you to know today, the devil can't keep you in the pit. You are going to go forward as a child of God. (laughs) Church, David was giant-proof. That giant came to him. But when you're giant proof, when you're waterproof, when you're pit proof, no weapon that's formed against you will prosper. He will complete what He said He started in your life. Shadrach, Meshach, and Abednego, they were fireproof. I don't care what the devil throws at you, whether it's water or fire or rain, you are proof that he is a living God. You are proof that you are alive in Christ. Daniel was lying proof. Jesus was death proof. And he's pronouncing to you today, you are living proof right now that you will overcome, that you will be victorious and be in victory as a child of God. Do you receive that today? I said, do you receive that today? Start praising God whenever prison the enemy is trying to throw, and you start praising God, and as a result, you will be on the platform of God's righteousness. Let's pray. Father, we thank you for your grace and your mercy, your goodness, Lord. Thank you, God, that you took us from the pit to the palace. Thank you, God, that we are waterproof, pit-proof, giant-proof, fire-proof, lion-proof, death-proof. We are living-proof as a child of the Most High God, and we have acceptance in Christ. Today you are accepted in the beloved. If today's broadcast has blessed you, write Joe and tell him about it at New Creation Church, 57 Business Park Drive, Paris, California, 92571. Or call the church directly at 951-310-2422. That's 951-310-2422. And be sure to check out Joe's website, newcreation.tv. New Creation with Pastor Joe Sibolic is sponsored by New Creation Church, Joe Sibolic Ministries, and your generous donations.